I don't want you to think that we're bougie. There's just certain things. Yeah. Like, I think you should wear decent shoes. It's okay sometimes to wear cheap but shoes. But we don't, like, I don't buy no. $180, $200 no. pair of shoes. No. Nope. We buy, like, hey, those are on sale. Those look nice. Yeah. Are they going to match with yeah. my Lulu pants? <laughs> I think nice jeans, nice leggings. Yeah. And that's it. And, and they'll last you forever. And they'll last you forever. We wear them all the time. So, 100%. Get cheap t shirts, though. I'm all for cheap t shirts. Yeah. Because I, mean, I cook and I ruin them anyways. So, yeah. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Welcome back to the Push Podcast, you guys. This is episode number 14, and it's December 24th, Christmas Eve. Oh, Christmas 14. Wow. That's a really amazing number. You're supposed to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) I set you up and everything. You let me down. Okay, that's call out number six. Oh, Oh, my God. So welcome to the Push Podcast. Obviously, this is the Christmas edition. I'm just repeating it. I'm kidding. Jesus. So we wanted to jump on today. We've been battling, okay, what would bring in the Christmas the best way possible? No, what could we do to celebrate Christmas with you? Like we were thinking, okay, well, they're probably on road trips. They're in the car. Maybe they need some cool, fun listening stuff. Should it be family oriented? Maybe we shouldn't cuss on this episode because what if your small (laughs) children are in the car? And then we just decided that we thought it'd be a good idea to just share some of our favorite things with you. Yeah. Isn't there a song like a Christmas song that goes, these are a few of our favorite things? I don't don't know. (laughs) That is a song. That that is not one of my favorite (laughs) songs, so I'll tell you that. By the way, just thinking about that, what is your favorite Christmas song? Probably Mariah Carey. Duh. Oh, God. That's like everyone's All I Want for Christmas. Yeah. You can't even sing that song no more. That is not nice. (laughs) That is not nice. I didn't say it is untrue. I'm just saying it's not nice. And it's Christmas Eve, so I think you need to get it together, sir. Can you sing? Yeah, you just heard me sing. No, you can't sing. These are a few of our favorite things. Okay, now they just turned it off. So uh, before we get in, though, I do want to let you know that we are not big gift givers when it comes to the holidays in the sense that we really want to focus on the true meaning of Christmas, right? Right. So that really came across like we're selfish, like we're stingy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, like we're the first people to say like, it's not really about Christmas gifts, right? right? And we've shared this before on a previous episode that our kids, thankfully, like they know it's not just about gifts. Don't get me wrong. They're teenagers. I'm sure they expect gifts, right? Yeah. But we were talking to some of our students today about the fact that as the kids get older, there's less and less under the tree. So, and the reason for that is because they ask for more expensive things, right? right. So like, Jordan, she needs a laptop. She didn't get a laptop when she started high school. So we kind of have been making her wait for a few months. She's been pounding the crap out of her Chromebook. It's falling apart. She can't really do her homework. So 
it's no mystery. Like we had to invest in a laptop for Jordan. And we think the girls should be equipped with one laptop and then you're on your own for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right? And I think the great thing about this new age that we're in of technology is that you don't need a like the technology that we have today answers a lot of the things that toys used to right. you know, be a play a part in. Now you buy someone an, an iPad. Now you don't have to buy them a TV. You don't have to buy them mm-hmm. a DVD player. You don't have to buy them any right. of those things. Or you don't have to buy them DVDs. So like there's a lot less things that you give especially when we talk about materialistic things. And we're going to talk about all the different types. But we of won't be talking giving. about or gifting Jordan anything in the electronics <laughs> department, at least until she goes to college. Right. So just so you know the type of parents we are, they're not spoiled. They don't get a ton of things. So there's going to be three Christmas presents under the tree this year, which would be what Jordan needs. Kayla is pretty easygoing. She wants experiences now that she gets older. So experience experiences cost money, right? Right. You want to go to a concert, great. You want to go to a musical, great. You want a season pass to the Pantages, great. That stuff costs money. So that will be in a card possibly. And that's all you get. Yeah. And I think over the years, the kids have really grown to understand like what it really means to connect with family, what it really means to when the holiday seasons come, like Mm -hmm. what's the most important thing. And so they so are we the go kids. To Christmas service yeah, like, together. Like they're not the kids that wake up. They haven't been. They're not the kids that wake up immediately want to open gifts. They're right. like understanding that, hey, we're waiting for everyone to get here. Well, the first thing they say is like, first of all, where are the sticky buns, right? Because right. we have sticky buns in the morning on Christmas. And then they want to know what time is everyone going to get right. here. And they want just... to make sure everyone that's supposed to be here will be here. Right. And we don't open presents unless everyone that's supposed to be here is here. Right. Yeah. And that could just be for breakfast. That could just be like, Hey, we're going to hang out. It doesn't matter, but we don't do anything until everyone's here. And they're not those kids that are like, well, what time are they coming? And then, so thankfully, like, if that's what you have, I just, if your kids are younger and they're like, oh my God, I just opened my eyes. I want to open my presents now. Good luck with that. We've been through that, but they never really yeah. were like that. I think because we raised them. And to I think believe. I was a bit surprised because I was like that. I yeah. was like the first thing I woke when I woke up, I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's open these bad right. boys up well, because I was the only child for a very right. long time. <laughs> so you probably did that. My mom was like, okay, let's get up and clean the house first. Damn. And then it was like such a downer. Right. And then she was like, okay, let's get up and get dressed and like everyone look good. Put on your Christmas best so we can take photos. And we were like, oh my God, why? Every other kid in America is taking pictures with their freaking presents right now. And we're taking pictures like unhappy because we're impatient. Like, so yeah, that was tough. I don't think we opened Christmas presents till like 4 p.m. on some days. It was so hard. My sister and my siblings know what I'm talking about. But so we spend Christmas Eve at church with some friends and some family. It's a candlelight service and it just means a lot to us. I cry every single year because it's just an amazing thing to see. Usually the pastors light one candle and then it gets passed on to everyone. And then before the end of Silent Night, the whole entire church with like thousands of people has a candle that they're all holding. Right. It makes me emotional. So I love that. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And I find myself, although Thanksgiving is definitely a time to be grateful, Mm -hmm. I find that I'm probably even more grateful during the time of Christmas and Christmas Eve. Just because I just enjoy the warmth of family, like just being with family, being with the kids, just a time where you can just slow things down and stop. And I'm just really grateful for that. But I think in this episode, what we really want to make sure that 
that we talk about is like, what are the few things that you love? Like right. when you think about some of your favorite, yeah, your favorite things. And I think this is important because so often people are like, Hey, what should I get you for Christmas? And we're like, Oh, people are like, Oh, don't give me anything. Or maybe you don't even know what you love. Right. Right. And but so everyone's list of favorites is so intimate. And it's mm-hmm. just like, there's little things that like, I love stationery. I love like pens and colored markers <laughs> and pencils. Oh my God. That's like so cool to me. Right. Yeah. I love journals. I love notebooks. Like I love that little kind of stuff just because I like to write. I write all the time, every day. And I'm a note taker. So I love that, Eddie, so much. Like, no. No, I have my I have my iPad. I have my iPad. But Janelle has notebooks that they're scattered all around our entire house. And they're just like, and they're all full. They're all full. And I'm just I'm a like, just, yeah, can we find a way to transcribe that? But it brings me so book? much joy to sit there like and read a notebook from like 2015. I ran across one the other day. I took to the Oprah Soul Sessions, which, by the way, is one of my favorite things. Yeah. She used to do them in L.A. And I remember Drea surprised me one year. We looked at the tickets. They were like three hundred and ninety five dollars. And we were like, oh, we're not going to do that. And it was at UCLA. And Drea surprised me for my birthday and I literally started crying and jumping up and down. That's one of my favorite things. But then ever since that session, Oprah's been filming them in New York. So Mm. not going to go there, but Oprah's soul sessions. Anyways, I found a notebook from like 2015 when we went to the Oprah super soul session and I was just like there again. So I love notes. So there. So let's dive into a couple of our favorite things. Should I go first? Yeah. What's your number one? Um, well, I didn't number them. So oh. now you just threw me like I just have things that I wrote down. OK, I'm not saying it has number one. Is oh, your you said vi- number one. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to wind up with a bunch of this. But <laughs> my first thing on my Wait, list. Can I just preface this? <laughs> just because we give you guys the things that we love. This is not our Christmas list for you to give us. Right. So Jasmine, <laughs> Kayla or Jordan are listening. Do not buy us this stuff. I but everyone else, you stuff. can buy us all these things. Right. This no, is kind of like friends to share, right? Like if I have girlfriends that are listening or other ladies out there, like you might want to go pick you up some Mm -hmm. of this stuff because this would probably bring you as much joy as it brings me. Yeah. If you're a guy and we're trying harder to get husbands on the podcast. So ladies, give your husbands the gift of the push podcast. And then maybe he'll want to go start investing in some of the things that Eddie wants to share that are his favorite. So this is like if we were to get together and have a dinner party or a barbecue, we would be discussing these cool things that we like and in hopes that you might like them too. So the first thing, I am a big tea connoisseur. I love tea. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I love tea. Tivana tea is my favorite. Just shout out to Walmart because they (laughs) sell it now and I don't think Target does. Oh, So uh, neither does Stater Brothers, but Tivana tea. So some favorite ones, the best thing you'll ever smell in your life or in your teacup It's called Peach Bellini, or it's Beach Bellini. They have a peach tranquility, and then there's a youth berry. Those are my Mm. three favorite types of tea. So there, there's mine. Yeah, you've even got me to drink a little tea now. Yeah, everybody drinks tea before they go to bed. And Jordan, we were just talking about this today. She's the only 14-year-old high school kid on the planet (laughs) that drinks probably four cups of tea a day. Yeah. She's just like, oh, I need chamomile. I'm getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. We just love tea. We love tea and honey. So you'll always find at least 25 containers of tea <laughs> in my tea cabinet. What's your first thing? My first thing is I love books. And so I will say my favorite book that I can just think of right now. Well, this is, is good because this serves as this episode, The Favorites, but also many people have written us yeah. asking us to do a whole podcast on 
what are your favorite books? So you get kind of a two for one because I've got a list of books too. So yeah. go ahead. And so I will name two books that are probably nerdy books that I'm not saying for you to go out and buy. You may not necessarily not enjoy so these books, okay. but they're great for me. So okay. number one is, is Principles by Ray Dalio. It is a fantastic book. What makes it fantastic? What makes it fantastic? He's giving his principles to his business as well as to life. Okay. And they're simple, practical things. And so the reason why it's such a, a really cool book is that over the last, I think, 30 years or so, he's ran the most successful uh, hedge fund in the world. And through that time, he wrote down very specific principles of learnings from typically, usually it was from failures that he actually said, hey, in order for us to not do this again, I need to write this stuff down. So basically, he has an entire book of all the things that he's learned and he's put them into principles so he can apply them to anything. So he's one of those people that says the same situ situations always come up again. And okay. when they come up again, you need to have principles of how you handle them. So he's a billionaire investor. Yes. Hopefully after you read this book, you'll also become a wealthy person. Absolutely. So, and so I'm he, waiting for that to kick in. He if you learned anything, Edward Copeland, <laughs> our account needs to reflect that. Yeah. So he was a big part of Tony Robbins' book, Money Master the Game. And so Ray Dalio. So if you, a really cool thing to do is follow him on Instagram. He posts his principles on Instagram under Ray Dalio. And they're they're really great because they're simple, easy, quick principles. Sometimes I repost them because they're extremely helpful. I think the one he posts today was don't get confused. Don't confuse your goals and your desires. And so he breaks that down and what all that means. But well, Ray Dalio has 328,000 followers. It says he's a founder at Bridgewater Associates and he's a New York Times bestselling author. Give us the next one. The next in one. In case that's too boring for yeah, people. Yeah, the next one is even more boring. It's, it's called Coherence. <laughs> Coherence. Let me tell you guys a little bit about Coherence. So I saw a TED Talk by Dr. Alan Watkins. I saw a TED Talk and no, I shared it with me, you. No, excuse me. I shared it with you. <laughs> On the emotions? Well, yeah. What are you talking about? Okay. I got that. <laughs> okay. I shared it with everyone that I know. I downloaded the app. I okay. told you about that. Mm, all right. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> And so we get this book and it's boring for me, right? I'm going to let you tell your side, but it's like a textbook and it's a psychology book and mm -hmm. it's just not like good storytelling. But I got to tell you, we get to the middle of it and it's like the path of life, like yeah. all of the different stages you'll go through, like when you're a kid, why they call it the terrible twos, why when you're a teenager, you hate your parents because you care more about social acceptance. So it literally is the roadmap to life. And it tells you like when you're around 30 to 40, you're going to have what we call a midlife crisis where you start to question your beliefs and everything in your life and ask yourself, is there more to life? This yeah. is when people discover religion or yoga or meditation. And so if you are at that stage where you're 30 to 40 years old thinking that you're having a midlife crisis, this book changed our lives and helped our marriage and helped our communications. It wound up being a, a just pure gold. But it's definitely a tough read. Well, so I, my pr perspective is I love the book, every word of it. The book is something I use, like I carry with me 80% of the time. And I will tell you this, if you're looking for, and here's the crazy thing, and I want you guys to hear this clearly. Most of the things that we experience as problems, they won't be problems anymore once we understand them. And then what coherence does is it allows you to understand why you do certain things. And when you understand them, you're able to make adjustments and make improvements. And so 
it's kind of codifying your thought process. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I love the book so much because it really breaks down like, oh, this is why I think this way, or this is why I was going through this, or this is why I see certain things this way. And that understanding is what makes the difference. And so that's why that book is one of my favorites. It's Coherence by Alan Watkins. For me though, it was like validation that I wasn't the only crazy person on the planet. Yeah. And it was like right on point with what I was thinking and feeling at the age that I was Mm -hmm. at, at the place I was at in my career. And so there you go. Dr. Alan Watkins, shout out. And so then I'll just throw three other soft, easy read books that I think you will love. The other one is Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Amazing book. One of my favorite quotes is the impediment to action advances action. What stands in a way becomes the way. I've memorized that. And that is a excerpt from a book called Meditations, which is another one of my favorite books. And then the last one I'll give you is a book called The Book of Joy, which is a book about, it's a conversation between the Archbishop Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama. And I love His that Holiness. Book. And so that book is one of those books where you read it and you are emotional because they are such beautiful people and you wish you were just as good as they are. <laughs> so since we're doing books, I'm going to tell you, I have quite a few actually. So I guess I can do my two business books first. I don't even know that they're business. No, they're not. They're just cool, fun. Like if you need to get your life together, then start here. So number one, I think that I was drawn to this book, number one, because I do a lot of stuff. And two, because a lot of our students that we mentor, they suffer from tons of overwhelm. Just they're yes people. They say yes to too many things. And I think that just comes with being a mom in this decade. So the first book is by Kate Northrup, and it's called Do Less. It's a revolutionary approach to time energy management for busy moms. And I will tell you, just sidebar, that in this book, she talks a lot about your periods and your cycle. And had I read this a year ago, I probably would not have been into it. But because the age that I'm at right now, I've been having kind of irregular periods, I was definitely interested in learning how different cycles, different times of the month will bring on more creativity or maybe you'll want more alone time. You'll want to be secluded a little bit. So it's called Do Less by Kate Northrup. If you're feeling overwhelmed, I recommend that one. Another one. I have never read that book. No, because you don't have a period (laughs) and you need to do more, not less. (laughs) Oh, damn. Okay, guys, you guys capture that? That That is another six, six, no, seven (laughs) of uh, feedback on the podcast. So here's another one. It's called Do It Scared. Again, I picked up this book because it's by Ruth Sokoop, S-O-U-K-U-P. And I picked up this book because a lot of our students and the women that we work with, they are always afraid to begin, afraid to start, afraid of failure, afraid of looking like a fool, afraid of so many things. And so that book really, that kind of helps you push through your fears and just like find courage to face some of life's like overwhelming things. So those are my two, I guess, kind of business books, but not so much business. One book that I do want to recommend is by Alex Benayan, and it's called The Third Door. I read this book in August of this year and went crazy and made everyone that I know read it. And it's basically, he was this young kid that wrote this book. He was in college and just feeling like he wasn't meant to be there. So he was like, maybe if I drop out of college and I 
spend a bunch of time interviewing the world's most impactful, powerful, and successful people, then they'll give me kind of like the recipe for success. And then I can just follow that and then I'll be good. He was trying to do this for his generation. He's a millennial. So he goes and um, starts to research and figures out it's a lot harder to interview someone like Oprah or Bill Gates or. And so he was faced with tons of no's and he wound up figuring out how to get himself through the third door. So he uses this analogy. It's like a nightclub. When you go to a nightclub, then there's like general admission. There's a line down the street. It wraps around the building. And then there's VIP, which you've got to either be rich or you got to have the hookup or you have to be in the in crowd, right? And then the third door is the door that you have to like search for. Maybe you got to go down a dark alley. Maybe you've got to scale a wall and climb in through the kitchen window. Maybe some hood stuff, huh? Right. And so (laughs) this book is about finding the third door. And I absolutely loved it. I reached out to him. I sent him a message and then I told him we recommended it to like 350 people. So you're welcome, Alex, for helping out with your book. Did you sales. say he responded? He did respond. Yeah. And then I asked him to have coffee with me and he didn't respond. But he that's was okay. like, uh oh, psycho. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. So then the last <laughs> book that I want to share with you would be a good Christmas gift if you need to run out today and get a last minute gift for someone who may be a little creative in your life. And it's called Wreck This Journal. And it's this really cool book. It's by Carrie Smith. It's not actually a book. I mean, it is a book. You purchase it. But it has the coolest things on it. Wreck This Journal is a journal that is supposed to inspire creativity. So I'll tell you, for those of you out there that really like nice things, you like to keep your things nice, it gives you on each page a different kind of task that you do with the journal. And one of the pages says to break the spine of the book. I almost had a heart attack. I was like, I'm not going to break this beautiful book. So I have not completed that task. (laughs) But one of them says, like, trace the things in your bag or in your pocket on this page. Kind of weird, right? Another one says, collect fruit stickers and fill the page here with these. And it's like, I have tons of banana stickers. And I was like, for a while, loving to go to the grocery store and take off all the stickers to put them in my journal. Another one says, tie a string around your book and walk it around the block. And another page says, tear this page out, wash it, and then put it back. It's just a fun thing to do. And I think that if you're like me, you're creative, you would enjoy it. One page says, write one word over and over and over again. And so I used my fancy colored markers and pencils, (laughs) and I wrote the word family over and over. And it was so soothing. I felt like I was in grade school, and I was just like, I love this book. Oh, my God. So So you literally switched pins right every single time so so bananas um, i would do i do want to let you know though that we love actual books there's books tons and tons of books in our house but one of the things that we want to share with you which is our favorite thing would be an audible subscription (laughs) an audible subscription so audible.com is where you go on amazon you can download a ton of audiobooks Almost every book that we have, we have also the audiobook. But if the book is really, really fire, then we will go out and buy the physical copy and then we'll dog ear them and highlight them and make a bunch of notes. And then that winds up in our bookshelf. But Audible is probably the best yeah. app, in my opinion, ever. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm so much smarter because and, of Audible. I mean, we literally By could probably By the way, we're not getting here. paid for this. No, no, not they at all. They should give us a free audiobook <laughs> for this, but that's okay. Uh, and I would tell you, we could probably sit here and list off another 20 books that 
will be amazing episode. for you. So we'll hold that for another episode of other books that we love because I, I definitely have another list that would be would knock your socks off people. All right. So let's <laughs> talk about podcasts other than the Push podcast, which we hope that you love and yeah, you come and join absolutely. us for every Tuesday. Do you have a podcast that you love? I do love, I would say originally I love Tim Ferriss's podcast mm-hmm. I think is amazing. I am a huge fan of the Daily Stoic because I love Stoicism as a philosophy. And so Ryan Holiday has a uh, podcast called Daily Stoic. Do you still listen to Eric Thomas? I do listen to Eric Thomas for time to time as well. So those are some of the three that I listen to. So my favorite podcast is going to tie into two more of my favorite gifts. Okay. So yeah, I got a little creative. So (laughs) one thing I love that I think is an amazing gift is Chesapeake Bay candles. Like Mm. I'm obsessed with them. I feel like your tea goes with your candles. Every time. (laughs) Yeah. And the girls have started stealing my candles, taking them in their rooms. And now they have tea and candles everywhere. So it's just a house thing. But Chesapeake Bay candles, it's interesting because I've bought really expensive candles before from like Bath and Body Works or Yankee Candle or whatever. And I will tell you, Chesapeake Bay candles, I always would joke and say, it's the right amount of wax and it burns at the same time that the wick burns. Mm, I know that sounds funny, but like there's never any extra wick and there's never any extra wax. Like like it's like science right It is. Like, and so we always joked about it in the house. Like Jordan and I would just sit there and like wait till the candle burns out because it's kind of cool. Like you've burned it for so many hours and now the candle's getting ready to burn out. And so we always joked about, man, this is like scientific. Like every single time the candle burns out, it's perfect. And it's just amazing. I don't know. Maybe we're geeks, right? So on a road trip recently, we were coming home and I happened to stumble across one of my favorite podcasts, which is How I Built This. And there was the founder of Chesapeake Bay Candles, which her name is Mei Shi. She's an immigrant from China. She came over here when she was 25. And she founded this company and wound up um, sharing her entire story on this Mm. podcast. So if you Google it, I'm also going to put it in the show notes for you. But it's worth the listen and then buy a candle because I am telling you, they smell amazing. I like the serenity ones, the peace and harmony, like all of the ones that have good meaning. But I'm crazy obsessed with those. And I would tell you that story was fantastic. So good. We listened to it in the car as a family and it was so inspiring. She got to be invited to the White House and talk to Obama during his presidency about creating jobs in the United States. And she was an immigrant. Right. And I just thought it was so freaking fantastic. It wasn't like she was born in a candle family. Oh, no. She didn't know anything about candles. And she learned all about the science of them. So this is why I probably geeked out so much was because she was very much talking about the science of candles and how she found the world's best candle maker, went and studied with him, trained with him, learned from him. So that's my gift to you. Not just Chesapeake Bay Candles, but how May She started this multi-million dollar company. And then also another gift that I love and want to share with you guys is our Peloton. So we bought a Peloton bike this year. And I would tell you, this is probably one of the best investments you can make for your family if you're trying to really focus on health and wellness. It's cheaper than if you were to buy gym memberships for everybody in your family, right? right? In our case, there's five of us. And I'll tell you, Kayla, who is a junior in high school, 
She already has to be at the train station at 6.45 in the morning, but she'll set her alarm for 5 a.m. and come and ride on the Peloton before school. Yeah. And it's hard, you guys. <laughs> and shout out to like Alex Toussaint. He's one of the instructors. He doesn't know it, but he is my life coach. And just the instructors are fantastic. If you've ever been to a soul cycle class, it's very similar to that, but it's in your home. I never match when I'm on yeah. the Peloton. My yeah. clothes never match. <laughs> And I always sweat. I don't sweat when I go to the gym. Yeah. And Eddie is really loud on the Peloton. I just give it all my all. I don't hold back. I just, I give into the songs. The kids say, Dad, I hear you singing. And I'm like, yeah, you hear me singing because this shit is hard. Yeah. So you've got to take your mind to another place. But I will tell you, it is definitely one of my favorite things Who's your well. favorite instructor? It would probably be Alex Toussaint and then... Jess King. Jess King is she, hard. Yeah, she's like next level. She's just like, I don't even think she th thinks about how hard it is. I think yeah. she just does it. So, so I think the Peloton is a great investment. Again, people, we're not getting paid for this. No. These are just things that work in our life, which leads me back to another podcast. So right after we listen to the she Chesapeake said, when is it Bay, be my turn again? I'm going to let you go and then I'm done. <laughs> right after the Chesapeake Bay one, a couple days later, I came across I think his name is Jim Foley. He is the founder of Peloton. Mm. And he also has a How I Built This. And I am telling you, I was on pins and needles listening to this guy. He had this really successful corporate job, but he still had to save up and uh, fundraise. And we're talking like millions and millions of dollars to build a prototype stationary bike, right? right? millions and millions of dollars to then test it and build the perfect tablet and all this. So I'm obsessed with the Peloton because of the story, because yeah. of the founder, because of the connection on how he brought it to life. And what was interesting is the company got, you know, valued at like, I don't know, something ridiculous. And the interviewer asked him, so, you know, are you out of the clear now? And he's like, no, I'm still terrible with money. Like I still <laughs> suck at managing my money. My wife is always on me about it. And I thought that that was really real yeah. that he said that because it's oftentimes that you can see someone and make some snarky comment about like, oh, must be nice now. Well, he went through depression. He went through really tough times where everything was on the line. His marriage was on the line. Investors were on the line. And I just thought, wow, here I am trying to teach people how to open bakeries. Like, girl, you're okay if it doesn't work out. You're out like 100,000. This guy's out like 7 million and he yeah. borrowed it from some of his like, friends, yeah, absolutely. you know, if I loan you $7 million, <laughs> I am coming for you I'm if this sure doesn't this work out. I'm pretty sure this going to be a very specific due date. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not going to be like, pay me whenever you get it. Yep. So what so, are yours? Back to you, Edward oh Copeland. Oh my. So I got to tell you, and this may sound a little bougie, okay? <laughs> Bad and bougie, but I do love my Lulu pants. And Lulu I would, lemon. My Lululemon pants. I have a few pair now. My wife has so graciously uh, purchased me some and now I'm like addicted. And so I will wash them just so that I can wear them a few times a week. Oh gosh. <laughs> Wait, can I just tell you though, like this is funny because there are certain things that we, like we don't buy expensive things. Right. You guys, I don't even have a purse. <laughs> Literally, like I ha carry my business credit card and my ID in my pocket. I mm -hmm. don't carry a purse, right? So you will never see me spending money on like purses or fancy heels or like nothing. Like right. I'm a really low key, easygoing target t-shirt. Ooh, that's cute. Let's get that. Right? right. 
But there are certain things that I think you should invest in. So number one would be leggings for women. Like there is nothing worse than you're at the gym and you see a girl (laughs) squatting and you can see all of her private parts. (laughs) Because she has cheap ass leggings on. Was it designed that way? Yeah. (laughs) And and Eddie asked that question. Was it designed that way? And I'm just thinking... Stop buying the cheap leggings. Or yeah. if you buy the cheap leggings, that's fine. But Double wrap up. something around. <laughs> Double, Double up. up. If you buy the 99 cent leggings. leggings, wear 10 of them so you don't see your ass coming out. And there, <laughs> there are certain things you need cheap leggings for. Like you need cheap leggings to go under your snow clothes when you go yeah. to the snow. I'm not wearing expensive leggings under that, right? I just need an extra layer of clothing. So yes, get the cheap leggings. Right. But if it's leg day and your ass is squatting in the gym, you need some good leggings. And I will just tell you, Lululemon leggings. I have my very first pair of Lululemon leggings. I bought them probably seven years ago. Still have them. Still great condition. So this is why I buy them. Right. Because I'm only going to buy two or three a year. Yeah. Literally, that's it. So for so long, I was like, honey, just get some workout clothes. Just They have nice stuff. And one time he tried them on, this was years ago, and he was like, this place doesn't make stuff for people like me. (laughs) Like he was like, this is for skinny white boys like that wear khakis. And like, I'm a thick brother that, you know, like I need some space. Like I got quads, I got glutes. I can't just be. So Eddie thought that black men should never shop at Lululemon. Yeah, it's like black men should never wear Dockers. And I'm sorry, Dockers, but they just don't make them for you. You know, just (laughs) just brothers looking kind of. They're not a good fit. They make you look like you're wearing high waters. Okay. Yeah, because they they ride the hips. So Eddie thought that Lulu was one of those companies until they came out with this certain type of jogger that is like made of a nice material and now you wear them to work they're, almost every they're actually day. called the anti-ball crushing pants they're not abc yeah anti-ball crushing yeah that's the name of them yeah the abc pants oh wow yeah so the abc pants and then they have different versions of them they have like the commission they have all the different lines so if you're looking for a nice pair of pants now you're going to pay a nice penny for them but they will last you a long time and i will tell you they will be the most comfortable pants you've ever put on in your life so for father's and, day eddie wants a pair of oh Lulu yeah pants, i'm like right? just give me some little pants That's and it. i'm okay and, and you don't have to add, just leave me alone and we're all chipping in all and, chipping in yeah. so but again i don't want you to think that we're bougie there's just certain things yeah like, i think you should wear decent shoes it's okay sometimes to wear cheap but shoes. But we don't, like, I don't buy no. $180, $200 no. pair of shoes. No, nope. we buy, like, hey, those are on sale. Those look nice. Yep. Are yep, they going to match yeah. my Lulu pants? <laughs> I think nice jeans, nice leggings. Yeah, and that's it. And, and they'll last you forever. And they'll last you forever. We wear them all the time. So, 100%. Get cheap t-shirts, though. I'm all for cheap t-shirts. Yeah. Because I, mean, I cook and I ruin them anyway. So, so yeah. So then the next thing, do you have another thing? Yeah, I have one more thing. And Go. I would say it's it's electronic. And it's my iPad. I take my iPad everywhere. I have a little iPad pencil. I write notes in it. I read books on it. Well, you'd probably add your AirPods too. Yeah, my AirPods. Yeah. As well. my, those are amazing as well. But Again, not an Apple commercial. No, but I would just tell you my iPad, it does everything I need it to do and more. And so that's, and that's just keeping it simple. Yeah. And then what was interesting as we were having this discussion and we were thinking about this, I was thinking about, wow, it's important to know what things are important. Because we were taught, we went through a, like a minimalistic moment about what was it, three months ago mm-hmm. where we started just dumping everything. 
And I think when you really are clear on the things that, hey, these are the things that bring me joy. Right. Right. And it's not like being materialistic, but it's like certain things I'm like, oh, this is something that's important to me. I'm going to keep this. And when you have a really cool list like that, I think it makes things a lot clearer for you around. I don't really need this, but I do want this. My Lulu pants, you can keep all the other stuff. Right. (laughs) Right. I think that pretty much covers it. But if you were to say like, hey, we want a million bucks and you can get anything, what would you want? Do you know? Well, Tesla just came out with this cyber truck. (laughs) The cyber truck. You want the truck where they demonstrated about how the windows were shatterproof and then they threw a rock at both of the windows and they both shattered? Yeah, I want that. You want that. Okay. I I don't anticipate someone throwing a metal ball at me while I'm driving. (laughs) But if that happens, then oh, well, it's not going to hold up. Okay. Um, I'm driving that kind of car right now. It's not going to hold up. <laughs> I want the gift of travel. Yeah, I love that. I would love that. And Jasmine has asked for that this year. She wants to go visit a friend who's graduating from like a ministry thing in Hawaii. Yeah. So she's going to be gifted the gift of travel, which I think is amazing. I think that some other kind of cool things. I saw this gift because I was looking for like cool gifts for 2019. There was a handwritten bracelet. So like if your grandmother ever wrote you a, a a note or a card and it said love grandma in her handwriting, you could send the handwriting to this company and they would write out mm. in like gold and make the bracelet in your grandmother's handwriting. I thought that was really cute. That's fantastic. Isn't that awesome? I'm just pretty sure they cannot make my handwriting into a- Your handwriting is horrible. <laughs> It'd be like, uh, they would send it back. I'm sorry. This is not handwriting. This is hieroglyphics. We cannot oh my make gosh. this into jewelry. So I think that about covers it, right? We'll yeah. be spending the rest of the day with our family by the fire. Hopefully it's cold today. We'll be in church. We'll be celebrating the fact that Jesus is the reason for the season. At least that's what we believe. Whatever you believe, we also respect too. Absolutely. Whether you're lighting a menorah or whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe you're you're doing the Kwanzaa thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. We support it all. And uh, we're just happy that you Or maybe you're just ignoring it. Maybe uh, you don't do holidays. Yeah. yeah. We're all for that. That's, too, that's Either way, we're just happy that you yeah. listened. And we would love for you to leave a comment, leave a review. Let us know if you enjoyed this. And tell us what your favorite ideas for gift giving are or what some of your favorite things are that you just cannot live without. Maybe you're like, okay, I hear you with the leggings, but I can do without those because I don't work out. But I cannot leave the house without my Nikes or my Ugg boots or whatever it is. Hydro flasks are a big deal this yeah. year. Stupid scrunchies if you're a Visco girl. If you don't know what that is, look that up. It's okay, like, before we end this, though, I okay. want to ask you one question. What? What was the best gift you were ever given? Oh, God. I'll tell you what it's not. <laughs> Quite a few of the gifts that you've given yeah. me. <laughs> I distinctly oh. remember a BB jacket not going oh, over well. Oh, God, I hated I distinctly that remember getting you... All kinds of things. I that, hated the bulk of your gifts that yeah, you got. Yeah, and so me. I literally put in a gift receipt. I stopped putting the gift in there. I just put a gift receipt in the box. I just wanted you to <laughs> stop buying me gifts and we just like talk about it. <laughs> talk Can we just about talk it. about it? Just like, you know what? Just get me experiences. Yeah, so I, Eddie I, has given me, you guys, he went to Best Buy. Oh. He went to Best no. Buy <laughs> and he bought me shoe, like a shoe organizer <laughs> for under the bed from Best Buy. <laughs> he went into Best Buy, an electronic store. It was store, an impulse buy. And he saw some under the bed shoe storage that he thought I might like for my birthday, 
what the hell? Who buys somebody shoe storage for their birthday? And I just looked at it and I was like, really? <laughs> because, and here's the thing, like some of you are like, wow, she's really like ungrateful. It's not ungrateful when you share the same bank account. Like we share the same bank account, which means anything you decide to buy for me, I also bought for myself. And if I would never buy under the bed shoe storage for myself, then you definitely should not buy that for At me that with my money. At that particular time, I felt like it was a need. Your shoes were all over the place. That's I said, not the point. Maybe That's she's, like buying maybe me a she vacuum. Maybe she doesn't know that she wants this. That's like buying me a vacuum or <laughs> buying me a gym membership because I'm 350 pounds. Oh my You don't God. buy somebody something you think that they need like that. <laughs> that could be offensive. This is true. I mean, Peloton got in a lot of trouble recently because... Why? Because it was a husband and wife. The husband bought his wife a Peloton they and she was out. already fit. Okay. And so I think the whole world lost it about the fact that he she, wanted her to be more fit. Right. And, and she was like hustling and working hard. And it was almost like she was trying to keep up. And I was thinking to myself, that's not what I got out of it. That's not what I got. I thought, I thought it, was, it was a great commercial. I thought it was like, a great commercial. Like I was proud that he was thoughtful like that. But I thought, what did they want? Did they want him to buy his wife a gift? And maybe his wife was a little bit overweight. Would that make it feel better? No, that would no, make it worse. A lot of controversy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, like, fitness is a lifestyle. Like, he gave a lifestyle right. to his wife. And so if you were offended out there, I'm so sorry. You I'm don't know what happened. Are giving you a different perspective. Yeah, because you don't know what happened. Maybe they got into an argument and she was like, look, I want to take my fitness to the next level. And here you go. Like, I'm the stay at home mom and I don't get to pawn the kids off because they're my responsibility. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to help you out. And that was all all I was husband. thinking about was you bought us a Peloton. Should I be offended? Like, were you trying I mean, to tell well. me something? <laughs> I just- so you guys, Merry Christmas from the Copelands. We want to thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Hopefully this made you laugh. If anything, hopefully you go download the Audible app and that will change your life, especially if you're on like a long drive. You need to get Audible. Your first yeah. book is free. This sounds like a commercial, but I swear we're not getting paid for any of this. No, this is our gift to you guys around. Hey, these are the things that we enjoy. Maybe you may enjoy as well. Yep. And I want to know what you enjoy because I might enjoy it too. One last thing I forgot. Fab Fit Fun Box. Oh, I love that thing. I bought that for myself a couple years ago and I've paid for it for at least two years. And I've gifted it to my stepmom, Mm. people that. So you fill out this little preference thing, you know, do you want more hair products, more facial products? Do you want makeup, whatever? And then every quarter you get this magical box that's got full size, like awesome face stuff. It's a girl box. Right. I friggin' love it. Some of the best hair products have been in there. Some of the best facial moisturizers. And it's like Christmas every time I get it. She's so very giddy when she gets that box. I'm super excited. And everybody knows that I love that thing. Yeah. So. FabFitFun box. There you go. So anyways, and Merry I didn't, Christmas. I didn't even get to tell the people about any of the things on my list because you just took over. But Merry Christmas anyway. Wait, what, is, what else is on your list? <laughs> I love movies. So. Oh. So we talked about this before. Yeah. You love movies, but we're not encouraging people to buy DVDs. No, we're not encouraging people to buy DVDs. But I like movie experiences. So I like going to the movies. Okay. And so I would I was just telling if like if Janelle's dad was to buy us like a marathon ticket to watch The Godfather and part one through three together, that would be an amazing 
Christmas. Yeah, he like got emotional about it. I was like, that would be amazing. Because he said his favorite movie was The Godfather. And I was like, okay, that's not playing. So what do you want? My dad to sit there and watch that with you? He goes, I think that would be the most amazing gift I could ever receive. (laughs) So dad, if you're listening, Eddie wants you to sit there and watch The Godfather one through three with him. That would be the perfect bonding experience. So. All right. Can I wrap it up now? You can wrap it up now. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Push Podcast. If you love this episode, please share it with your friends and family. As always, rate and review us. And please take some time to write a review. We want to see what things you got for Christmas, what things you give, what things you love, and give us some topics to talk about so we can keep the combo going. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through